Hello, everybody. It's your boy Sham coming at you with yet another episode of The Boy and The Journey. <laughs> you guys already know what it is. Happy Tuesday. And I hope you guys are having a solid start to your week this week. I hope that you guys had a fantastic motivation Monday yesterday. And I hope that you guys woke up today feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to tackle yet another day to conquer another week. Today, I have an amazing speaker on the show for you guys today. Not only is he an amazing speaker, he is an amazing author, Robert Kiyosaki. And he's going to be talking about why the poor stay poor. He's going to be talking about poverty mindset. And this clip is so phenomenal just because he covers so many unique character traits. He goes over so many different perspectives and he really gets into his story. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if any of you guys have never read that book, it's a highly recommended read. Highly, highly recommended read. Any one of Robert Kiyosaki's books are a highly recommended read. But if you guys can listen to him speak, if you guys can listen to him talk and impart his knowledge unto us, that is just as effective. So without further ado, my friends, my family, my peers, my listeners, Robert Kiyosaki. (laughs) Please enjoy Do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Robert? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Right. Keep them poor. My father was the head of education, PhD, all that stuff. I go home and ask him, said, why don't we learn about money in school? And he looked at me and says, because the government doesn't let us teach that subject. The government tells us what we can teach and what we can't teach. And I thought that was strange. And I said, but aren't we going to school to learn about money? He says, no, your job is to get a job. I said, but you get a job to earn money. He goes, no, you're supposed to just get a job. I went, no, 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 no. Isn't the purpose of a job to earn money? He goes, you're correct. I said, so why don't I just learn about money? I can skip the job part, you know? And he got flustered and he said, Want to learn about money? Why don't you ask your best friend's father about money? And I said, "Why? That's Mike." So I asked him. He says, "Because Mike's father is an entrepreneur." And I said, "What am? What are you?" He says, "I'm an employee. I'm a government employee." And I went, "Oh, what's the difference?" He says, "The difference is an entrepreneur must know about money, or that they're no longer entrepreneurs." And he says, an employee doesn't have to know anything about money because the government will take care of them, the company will take care of them. So I'm kid, I'm all confused. But I took my dad's advice and I trundled over to Mike's father's office and knocked on his door and I said, hey, I'm here, nine years old, teach me about money. He says, beat it, kid, you know. But that's where the story of Rich Dad, Poor Dad started. And finally, through persistence, my rich dad started teaching me about money on one condition. And that condition was he would never pay me. He says, the moment I pay you, you think like an employee. He says, that's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. And now I'm nine years old, my head's going cracking in half. He says, you never want a paycheck. You understand that, kid? 
I said, okay, I got it. And he says, well, how do I make money? He says, that's what entrepreneurs figure out. <laughs> it's like, so how do I learn about money? So he would just break out a Monopoly game board. So I would work for free. I'd pick up cigarette butts and he had hotels and restaurants and I would clean and do menial tasks. And as I got older, I started getting into office work and marketing and accounting. And I was an apprentice basically, but I always worked for free. And he would teach me about money. But the way he taught me about money was playing Monopoly. And I finally, one day, I got upset. I said, well, when are you going to teach me about money? He says, what do you think we're doing? <laughs> we're playing Monopoly. He goes, no, 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 no. What do you think we're doing? We're playing Monopoly. He says, what do you think we're doing? So I don't know. I'm teaching you about money. And then that's why, you know, you have one greenhouse. You know, he says, there's many formulas for great success in money. There's thousands of them, but one of the best ones is found on the game of Monopoly. It still is today. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. I said, what? He says, one of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? He goes, that's it. And he says, what do you think I'm doing? And I went, I don't know. So then he took me out and he showed me his greenhouses. And 10 years later, when I was 19, I was now in school in New York, and I come back to Hawaii, and Rich Dad had bought the biggest piece of land smack dab in the middle of Waikiki Beach. And when you go to Waikiki Beach today, you'll see the Hyatt Regency Hotel. That was his hotel. Just like the game of Monopoly. Just like the game of Monopoly acquired assets and they became bigger assets. He just kept what's called an assemblage because that property wasn't that big at the time. So he had to buy out all the small guys because Waikiki was a little dirt water little town. So he'd buy out this shop owner and buy that shop owner. And it took him a while, but he finally assembled this large piece of property. And then he, then he and Hyatt put up this giant hotel. Mm. You know, it I, just, and it just sold for $800 million. So that's how I learned about money. I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. Right. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right, they only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that, that's not reality. Well, I wasn't poor by most people's standards, but I came from a family with a poor attitude, if you know what I mean, because rich, poor, middle class, poverty starts with a fundamental attitude. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And so the people right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing, it was probably taught to you. You know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or you'll, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. The school system will never teach you about money. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee, which is important, or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. 
And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You got to know that stuff, but they don't teach it in school to anybody. So, and, and then when people ask me, how did your rich dad learn this when your poor dad, a PhD, didn't? And the answer is very simply, my rich dad was my, my best friend's father. His father died when he was 13. So his so rich dad had this family business at 13 to run. So he had to drop out of school, which was his blessing. You know, there's blessings and, you know, sometimes the blessing doesn't look like a blessing, but it turned out to be a blessing. And then his teachers became his bookkeeper, his accountant, his attorney, his banker, his real estate agents. So he has what I call real teachers, not these fake teachers in school. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice. I asked the teacher, I said, you know, it's, I'm in my third year of calculus now. It was called, it was called strength of materials. I said, am I ever going to use this stuff? He goes, no. You know, I said, why do you teach it? He says, because I get paid. I said, do you ever use it? He goes, no. And that's why, you know, I, you have to, in life, one of the things I suggest to people, you got to find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. So my accountants, my attorneys, they're in it every single day. That's how I learn, because every day I'm solving problems in my business. So I have, I have accountants and attorneys and bankers and all these people on speed dial because I'm, I'm solving problems with my team. I see you giving this knowledge out and yeah. do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Rob? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Right. Keep them poor. But, you know, unfortunately, the poor, as was in the Bible, I'm not real religious, the poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. Right. It's that fear mentality. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. Again, I'm not really religious. I flunked out of Sunday school also. But when they say I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. My PhD daddy says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. And your rich dad used to say what, instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? You know, what would it take, or why should I do that? He says, a, a question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. See, when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down, and you become what you say. Rugby is a team sport, but so is soccer. The rules are different. And other people are golfers. They play by themselves. And so everybody's different. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. So what I say to young people is, you, know, you find your game.
That was Robert Kiyosaki. You guys can find that entire clip on the YouTube. Robert Kiyosaki, keep them poor video that broke the internet. And I'm sure you guys can understand why it broke the internet. That clip is phenomenal. He has so many unique perspectives. I mean, you guys know that we live in a world of dichotomies. There's good, there's bad, there's evil and, you know, good. (laughs) Um, Obviously, there's rich and there's poor. And Robert Kiyosaki had the opportunity to learn from both sides. He got to see and live both worlds right? And not all of us have a unique opportunity to do so, but a lot of us can understand first and foremost, that poor mentality, that poor mindset, that poverty thinking, you can't afford something. I'm sure we've all had parents tell us we can't afford this money doesn't grow on trees. I like, we all get that. We all have been through that. We've had similar experiences. That's something that we can relate to. That's something that can touch us deeply when we hear it. But not a lot of us have been exposed to the to the minority mindset, which is the rich mindset, right? And that's what Robert Kiyosaki is looking to impart to us. What he's looking to do is teach us about that other side. He goes on to explain Monopoly as one of the best learning tools out there. He has his own financial education game, which is phenomenal. You guys can Google it, find it out there. It's a great game. I've played it before. I've lost. <laughs> I've won. So it, it really helps you learn a lot. But Monopoly is one of my favorite board games. It's one of my favorite games to play ever just because it's all business, right? What did he say in the video? Four houses, one hotel. His, his, um, you know, his rich dad was looking at investing in properties. He had bought property after property after property until he was able to amass a large property that he eventually turned into a hotel and it sold for $800 million. Take that in, $800 million is probably more money than any of us will ever need in a lifetime. But imagine yourself having one, two, three, four, five million dollars being a cash flow millionaire. Can you imagine yourself Doing that, when you think about your, your potential, when you think about the things that you are capable of doing, when, when you think about what you're capable of, period, do you think that you're capable of being in the top 1%? I believe that I'm capable because the only thing that I know is that the only one who's going to stop me is me. See, guys, I love life because life is a battle literally against yourself. And I could go an entire episode just talking about that, challenging yourself, pushing yourself, everything against you. But today's clip is all about your mind, all about the way that you look at the world and the way that you look at your finances. But Monopoly is such a phenomenal game. There's so much to learn from such a simple board game. And a lot of us don't really think about it that way. When you're playing Monopoly with your friends, your family, you guys are all just having fun. But there are some unique skills in that game that you can learn and take away from, right? I really love the second half of the video when he's not only talking about his rich dad and his poor dad, how he got to where he is now, the lessons that he's learned. But I really love that poverty mindset versus that rich mindset. And that's really what I want you guys to take away from this clip today because we can all learn that rich mindset we've all been exposed to the poor mindset though it's not like we don't know and understand that rich mindset 
right? This clip, guys, is a clip that you guys have to listen to over and over and over and over and over and over again to really program your mind, to really get the basic concept. I've listened to this tape once, twice, three times, four times, five times, six times, over and over and over and over again. And I still, there are still things that I don't understand. There are still things that I learn every time I watch the video. And that's, that's amazing to me. That should be amazing to you guys. And that should really give you guys an idea of how hard you guys need to program your minds to finally learn these things. Because like he said in the video, we don't learn these in in school. Teachers aren't looking to teach these things. The governments don't allow them to teach these things. So if you guys want to have a unique opportunity in life, if you guys want to have an advantage over others, you guys have to be willing to learn the things that other people don't know. Right? I really love when he talked to how teachers who don't even really utilize their criteria are teaching the criteria anyway. He says that there's an ethical misunderstanding, like an ethical imbalance there with teachers because at the end of the day, they're not practicing what they preach. And hey, that's okay because obviously everybody needs to get paid, right? But at the end of the day, you guys need to focus on the things that are going to help you in your life, throughout your life and at the end of your life. So I really hope that you guys love this clip. Again, listen to it three, four, five, six, seven times so you guys really fully understand it. Listen to it tomorrow, the day after, and the day after. Why not? Because it's only going to help you guys improve. I hope that you guys really, really, really love this clip. I absolutely enjoy this clip. I love you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a super fantastic Tuesday, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for hump day. It's the middle of the week. We're going to get you guys inspired, motivated. Do me a favor. Do your boy Sham a favor. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode. Hit that like button, comment, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps people see the podcast every single day and get inspired. I hope you guys are doing the small things every single day to improve just a little bit more. Let me know about your journey. Hit me up. Always keep it a buck, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm out. Have a great day. Peace.